0: It's now time for the Monday Breakdown with Mick Gannon, Dean Watling
1: and Mitch Lewis.
2: What a weekend it was as well. You can't forget Mr. Brightside. He was superb in the full of stakes. He did what only champions do. He picked himself up off the canvas in a way to get over the top of his rivals, including pride of Jenny, who was the superstar towards the back end of the spring. So he is the best middle distance galloper, I think, in the country at the moment. Mr. Brightside, he proved that once again on Saturday. And he might just dominate the Melbourne Autumn now. It'd be hard to beat in a futurity over the 1,400 metres. He's the favourite in the All-Star Mile. And he's also favourite for the Australian Cup a little later on. And uh, second favourite for the Queen Elizabeth in Sydney. So he was awesome. bright side. Bodyguard made a statement in the Blue Diamond Prelude. Along with Hayasugi for Clinton McDonald who made it back-to-back victories at Caulfield winning the Preview and now the Prelude as well. Um, Estriella was superb. We had some terrific performances there at Randwick as Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott continued their domination with their two-year-olds after Fully Lit won the English Millennium. Mickey Gannon was Fully Lit on Saturday after tipping Fully Lit to us for the Millennium about $13 a few weeks back. Hello to you, Mickey Gannon. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, boys. Um, hello to you, Dean Watling from deanwatling.com. Yes, good
3: morning, fellas. Mickey Dano, Darren. It's a massive weekend, plenty to cover and plenty to learn, I think.
2: Hello, hello to you, Mitchy Lewis.
1: Morning, Gareth, Gano and Dino there. Shout out to you. Happy birthday for yesterday. Hope everyone had a good weekend.
2: Okay, Dino's
1: birthday. He always, he always birthday. gets in
4: early, doesn't he, He like, doesn't give us a chance, never an opportunity to say happy birthday, Dino. Big shout out, Mitchie's always in there. Full credit, Mitchie, your early bird gets the worms.
1: Yeah, well done. We get what the business on... out of the way early, Gano, and yeah. then it's straight <laughs> onto the racing, that's all. <laughs> So what did you do on your birthday, Dino, you sexy man? Well,
2: I... what uh, Probably the way to... It looks the like <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. It looks like you're still struggling. Did you have a big night last <laughs> night, Dino? Let's be honest. No, your no, brain last sounds last scattered. Night. No, Saturday? Saturday
3: night I had a big night. And I couldn't do a Mr Bright, so I picked myself off the canvas on Sunday. So I spent my birthday on the lounge, hungover. But I'm back today. It's a little bit better, Super Bowl day, so... Um, yeah, we'll crack you on don't there.
2: sound it. What
4: what jersey are you wearing today, Dino? We know you're a big Super Bowl fan. You love a bandwagon. Which bandwagon have you jumped on this week?
3: Uh, no, I've jumped on the Chiefs since day you to know, um, as you would uh. know, um, since last year when they won the Super Bowl and been on the bandwagon. I've got a, a white and a red jersey, so I'm just
2: tossing up which one I rock today, boys. I'm, I thought I'd be a little bit dusty. I'm just watching you on Zoom now. Is that you look terrible, Dino. Like, what did you do on Saturday night? <laughs> I <laughs> don't it up. i anyway, oh, good. Sun in my face. Well, Got the new AirPods in. I'm feeling good. 0499736736. Let us know who you're playing Super Bowl, the Super Bowl today. And you can send us a message there, of course, with SEN Talk. It's the only way. That That's no, not the only way, but it's the new way that you can talk to us. Head to um, SEN Track on the SEN app. And then, um, yeah, go to giddy-up with Gareth Hall, and then you can push the talk button, and away you go. Let us know what you're doing with your bets with the Super Bowl. Let's get stuck into the Monday breakdown. What about this for a performance there on Saturday? He is the star of the sport at the moment. His name's Mr. Brightside, and he was awesome in the CF4 Stakes.
0: Pride of Jenny joined by Buffalo River 250 metres to go it's last man standing, two links to Ayrton V8 and Mr. Brightside is coming on now, Buffalo River at the 150, Pride of Jenny won't give in and now Mr. Brightside is sprouting wings, here he comes Mr. Brightside over the top, he got up
2: he got up Mr. Brightside, I think Mr. B's back in town, beat Pride of Jenny and also I don't know Buffalo if he River. left out Matty this Hill but I thought he was superb Mr. Brightside to do what he did, Mickey Gannon, but I like, I mentioned at the start that, geez, going to be awfully hard to beat in a futurity, yes, but the All-Star Mile in the Australian Cup after watching what Pride of Jenny did there on Saturday as well, she's going to be awfully hard to beat in those races.
4: Yeah, she will be, G, but what Mr Brightside did was what, six lengths off them at the 600 metres. Uh, that's the furthest distance from any, any winner on the day to come from that position, and it was ultra impressive and they, they tell us he was only 80% fit, G, maybe not even 80, maybe 75% fit and I think Pride of Jenny had the, you know, maybe the track uh, track bias against it but the race shape was definitely in her favour. I'd be interested to see what Mitchy reckons about that though.
2: Alright Mitchie Lewis, what do you make of Mr Brightside and would you prefer to be with Pride of Jenny or Mr Brightside in an all-star mile?
1: Yep. so Gano made some good points there that I'll back up here. So yeah, Mr. Brightside, he's got he's obviously got that star quality. All he wants to do, you know, pin the ears back and win. It was an unbelievable win. I'm not gonna take anyway anything away from him, but I'll be interested to see. I, I really do think Pride of Jenny can improve off this run. So they've only just gone about even pace to the first six hundred, and that's not usually what she does. She usually, you know, puts them to the sword early. So she I think, um, did they come out and say, Gareth, that they weren't going to do that in this first up run? They weren't going to usually go as well, hard think... as they normally would. And then she's also come into the inferior lane. So lanes one and two, um, nobody won there all day. And that's where she was. So I'm very excited to see what they're going to both do improving second up here now. I don't... Dina? You got I, do, I, to just,
2: I just think with that, um, Mitchy that they think she's more... She's better off at a mile of two thousand metres because she can. She hasn't got a Buffalo River in a race yeah. say like that in All Star Mile, so she can go out and dictate terms to her liking. And when you look, analyse the times there, they've probably gone too slow on her. She, she's seven fifty second favourite with Bet Three Six Five for the All Star Mile. Uh, Mister Brightside at three twenty five, Jimmy Star at nine dollars. If you go back, Dino, and have a look at her, like her Champion Stakes and her her victory there on the opening day in the Empire Rose there at Flemington. Like, she should be a little closer to Brightside at an all-star mile, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I feel like she should. In saying that, they still have gone pretty hard to the 600-metre mark on my sort of stuff here. And I think that's the, the last thing that Brightside wanted. He well and truly out of his ground, He was chasing a long way out. and They nearly pinched it and broke his heart. Both horses, both camps suggested that they had improvement to come, which we know they do, leading to the next start. The difference up to 600 metres is... Um, Good pride, Jen. She's got extra 200 meters to set that tempo. It's a little bit tricky over 1400 meters. You're almost going to go too hard and out of her comfort zone to set that breakneck speed and break their hearts. But 1600 meters to 2000 meters, she has that extra um, bit of ground that she can do it. Who was the better run? Who are we going to follow out of it? I thought Brightside had absolutely no right to win that race. Do so I want to be following me out of it next start? I think he's going to be rock-bottom odds wherever he goes this spring carnival. Um, he's going to be well and truly found. So I think the value in the race is definitely Pride of Jenny. And with fit horses, Gano, you know this better than most, fit on-speed horses, you need to be optimum to sustain that gallop. So um, I think Pride of Jenny will probably take the most improvement out
4: of that. Yeah, I think what one thing we've got to consider here, lads, is that you know, 1,400-metre start at Caulfield, too, it's, it's one of those starts that... It, it, it is of benefit to leaders and it is of benefit to horses on speed. So, yeah, sure, th- there was a, a natural advantage to be off, off the fence, no doubt. But you've just got to weigh up which way you go with this because it's going to play a, a pretty big part in, in the how we're going to bet moving forward. The 1,400-meter start is an advantage to be on speed, but it was a negative. So very, very hard. What I'd say is they should be, very, they should be much closer in the market, G, that's yeah. for
2: sure. So... Brightside was good. Jenny was terrific. Buffalo River ran a mighty race. Yeah, um,
4: V8, would dis- you mean? Make- You'd dispute him if you own Buffalo River. Yeah, wasted- you just wasted one.
2: What about V8? What What'd you make of his performance there, Mitchie?
1: I thought it was a pretty solid effort for a young horse having his first crack, you know, in a proper group ones against a proper field. So, you know, he looks a type that can win a group one eventually somewhere, doesn't he?
2: Yeah. Anton was Anton. and he was okay, Mitchie.
1: Yeah, look, I... I sort of thought he'd have to pinch it. Uh, I probably mapped – I didn't map him being so far forward, and um, I sort of thought prior to Jenny and Buffalo River might go a little bit quicker, and that would be how he would maybe run over the top of him. But um, I saw Jamie Carr said after the race that he's run as good as he could, so he's probably found his yep. level.
2: Could you find Pericles on Wunamec going forward, Mickey Gannon?
4: No, yeah, uh, in the right races, yeah. but yeah, definitely not. I've got a question for Dino because I know he might have some interim data there. H- how did that performance stack up against what Mr. Brightside did first up last preparation, Dino?
3: Yeah, I don't have that just yet, Gano. Um, okay. We'll get that next really couple just, days.
1: I can I've had a look at Pride of Jenny. I can tell you, Mr. Brightside, as well, if you want. Yeah, talk yep. to me. So, just as it done loads. So, first up, last up. So, what they've done they went slower last time uh, sorry faster last time and he didn't come home as quick if that makes sense so yeah. um it was in faster this early be the this, early, is be the for most this of the spring race. isn't it yeah so yeah. he's gone yeah. As yeah. so he had, had to come better. home he's come home about six links faster than he did first up last prep okay yeah
2: yeah, so he was he was back to his, back to his he, best. yeah he's back to his best, or he's 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 showing that he'll be at his best. His preparation that's a bit, that's went a bit to scary, really. Yeah, he's a star. What a star he is, Mr. Wow. Brightside. What about Kalos and the Ruperton stakes defeated of Sphuraj? Jeez, we mocked her. She <laughs> started at dollar eighty. was third there. Uh, Mitchy, what did you make of Sphuraj?
1: Yeah, geez, everybody wanted to be with her in the market. Wanted to be with her too. So it felt like we were good. I, I don't know. I think she went as you know, can't take anything away from Kalos. I don't think there was many real excuses for us for her apart from they, Henry Dwyer suggested she'll improve second up. So um, we'll, I don't, wouldn't be jumping off her for the Oakley Plate. I still think it was a pretty good run. And just Kalos, just a booming finish. You know, he's gone nine lengths faster in his last 600 to the class benchmark. Um, Run over the top of them. Full credit.
2: Yeah, that was a big effort, Kalos, there, um, Dino.
3: Yeah, massive effort. He, he sort of
2: showed a little bit in his trials this time. He's a bomb
3: fresh horse. Um, what I would say about I would not be dropping off the market. Loved it. If you backed her on the weekend, you've made the right decision. I just think that strong early tempo. They've gone about three legs faster than average to the six. It just probably softened her up enough that we saw a horse come over the top mm. with a turn of foot. But if you don't have colours in the race, uh, she obviously wins the race and holds on. I thought they had every possible chance to run over the top of her late Zapatea and a few others coming from behind. They couldn't. So I thought her run was. Outstanding. I will not be dropping off, but I think she should be winning. No doubt the next start. I think Cal's just turned up and come back and absolutely set a horse and a couple of good judges found him. Um,
4: but Assefa definitely a pass mark. I think you made the right bet on the weekend. I've dropped. I'm dropping off. Yep. I didn't like that at all. Mm. And and the suggestion of the race, I was I was hoping Dino that they've gone slow. That was but you suggesting otherwise. So I'm yeah. I don't like that at all. Yeah
1: um yeah. a, depends little, yeah. oh, just quickly. depends what you it. wanted to look at though Gano so yep. i think dino used the old benchmark average there my class benchmark has the race going very slow to the first 600 5.2 lengths slower for
4: her that would make that more sense class. Yeah. and if if that if that's, if that's what happens in the wash up then i'd be happy to stick with this... it but if if they've gone quick and she couldn't do anything then i'm yeah i'm out no this so
1: my the... race to the class benchmark is 2.7 links slower to the first 600 and 2.4 yeah. lengths faster in the last 600. Cause, so cause Callis overall tempo was slow, slow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah.
2: All right, then. 18 minutes past and I thought, Yonsei, well done. Did you find Yonce on the weekend? Yeah, best bet. Yeah. Set so a little tags. And Estrella. <laughs> and we'll get to the three-year-olds in just a moment. But sorry as, sorry as, about that. As we go to the break, Yonsei led all of the way in the Caroline Cup.
0: Yonsei went for home at the 150. Two lengths, unusual culture. Foxy Cleopatra, young Verda, But it's Yonsei. Yonsei clear. She's back. Yonsei won it. Second Foxy Cleopatra photo. Third young Verda. unusual culture. A gap to Paperboy. Bodyguard gets a trail into the race and is running on. Behind them, cardiologist. Inner visions at the 200 metres. Stay focused on the outside, coming hard. And Bodyguard is now letting rip on the outside. Bodyguard takes stay focused. Bodyguard hands and heels at the 50, and Nick in front, and it's Bodyguard. Bodyguard won it. Second stay focused, third home's are caught untapped. So Bodyguard had that preparation
2: to kick off the two-year-old season. He was impressive winning that listed race down the straight at Flemington. He had a break, he's trialled nicely, and he did that on the weekend to take out the prelude for the Snowdens and Mark Zara. High octane, that was the perfect trial for the Blue Diamond. I think he's still trying to get out for B. Shin. (laughs) Um, $6 for Bodyguard and a Blue Diamond with Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. $7 high octane. Who do you want to be going with out of those Snowden runners?
4: Clearly Bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, like, you know, it was great. great Mickey Gannon, this is. His. Great trial, but yeah. I also want to see them get out, and I want, I want, I want to see the desire. and I didn't see the desire there, and I know everyone's... Oh, I think there, Blake tell Shin, you, oh, no, Blake Shin
2: a, took his medicine and thought, well.
4: I don't care. I don't. I want the horse to show some desire.
2: Well, how can he, he say Mickey. I would have showed to the side, but I couldn't get out.
4: I'll take. I'll be with Bodyguard. Yeah. Actually, I don't be with neither of them because Lady of Camelot will will brain them all. Okay. Yeah.
2: What what did you make of it, Dino? You juvenile expert, yeah, thought, you are.
3: <laughs> I thought it was a great race. I thought Stay Focus was really really brave in defeat. Probably gave Bodyguard the perfect slip throughout, sat in that three wide line. And in Bodyguard with the softer running trend, they'd probably come over the top. If I think if you flip the script, I think Stay Focus beats Bodyguard. What do you make of high octane? Mitchy Lewis sent me a good message after a race and said, "I don't really mind that um, in regards to the Blue Diamond. I'm in the same boat, and there's no point sort of busting him up, hitting him between horses. It is what he is. Um, what I love was the market support. He was absolutely crunching two dollars thirty, and I think that Stanton is probably the best of these three. Um, like Gano said, you probably like to see a little bit more, but uh, in saying that, I think moving to Blue Diamond out of the three, there, um, I think he's the one I want to take for sure, Mitchie.
1: Yeah, uh, lots to take into it. I think certainly I'd prefer to probably come out of this race form-wise. I'm not 100% sold on the girls' race yet, but I thought stay focused. Probably has improvement to come. Uh, I thought, sorry, they all have improvement to come. I thought stay focused perhaps slightly more. Um, But, yeah, Bodyguard, he ran run a bolter there. So if he's got improvement to come, that's scary as well. And, yeah, high octane, yeah, improvement there too. So shaping is a great race. I'm pretty excited.
2: Alright, then let's let's listen to the Phillies call of the prelude there of the blue diamond.
0: Bold Bastille around the turn, 300 metres to go, clicked up by Zara, a length in front of to be or not to be, back along the inside, Koryanagi is looking for the gaps, just about got it, Bold Bastille, they've got it, Koryanagi to be or not to be, and Hayasugi on the outside, Koryanagi and Hayasugi, they're going to hit it together, and it's nearly a dead heat, a photo, Hayasugi or Koryanagi. Hayasugi got there,
2: defeating your horse there, Michi Lewis so what'd you make of that close finish there but well done to to clinton mcdonald he's done a wonderful job with um hey he's 12 now with bet 365 for the blue diamond but she's another horse that's coming off uh, a preparation and she's won what two on the trot
1: now this prep yeah no and both run super impressive you know coming down and running over the top of horses it's and they didn't really go at a fast tempo early, so it's a pretty impressive run. I also thought Matisse, who finished third, um, clicked home quite yeah. quick as well. And then, yeah, the SA horse, um, I had hadn't—I was a little bit suspect on it only because I didn't think the Gawler form line was going to stack up too much, but that was a pretty impressive run as well on in the inferior lane, so perhaps getting out a little bit earlier, she might be able to run a race in the Blue Diamond, but... Yeah, I think, I'm not sure what the boys think, but I'm, I'm looking at other form lines rather than these two races, perhaps, in the feature. Dino?
3: Yeah, it's interesting. I potted Heisugi and I had egg on my face. A brilliant performance by uh, that horse and the training set up. Um, she let down like a good horse. Like Mitchie mentioned, SA horse back to the inside. If you flip the scripts um, in the lanes, in the, in the straight, do we turn the result? I'm not sure. I think it was a, a great win. But again, I don't know if this is the top line two-year-old form. But hey, you can only sort of judge them on what they do. And we know two-year-olds have improved sharply. Um, I think from her last start to this start, I think she's definitely come on two to three lengths to be winning it in that style. Bob was still obviously put up lame. I doubt they push on now, Gareth. I'm not sure if you've heard anything else. But that's too hindrance this preparation with two-year-olds. And uh, I doubt that horse can sort of be prepped back up for the features um, unless they're sort of maybe looking at a JJ Atkins.
4: Mickey Gannon? I have no interest in following any of these horses in this race at all, G.
2: Let's listen to the English Millennium in Sydney. It was worth $2 million, of course, for the English-eligible two-year-olds. And guess who? Gay Waterhouse and Adrian (laughs) Bott At the fore once again in a premier two-year-old race this season. Fully lit
0: at the 200. Fully lit's a length clear from Nymphadora. Ruta Real into the clear. It's fully lit. 100 out. Fully lit a length clear from Ruta Real closing in. It's fully lit though. Fending off all challengers and fully lit. Wins the English Millennium Beat. Ruta Real
2: and Rag Queen charging home at a third. Then winning proposed... So Stallboys at $3 for the Golden Slipper. Switzerland at $8. Shangri-La Express, we haven't seen for a little while now. The Golden Gift Champ at $9. Espionage is another one at 11 Lady of Camelot at 11 Bodyguard at 13 Fully Lits at $17. Mickey Gannon, what do you make of his performance? Obviously, you loved it in that English Millennium, but he had to do it tough there Saturday. He did it tough, Jay. He was a really, really good,
4: really impressive win. I think at the 400, I had big question marks, but from the four to the two, that was ultra impressive. Where does this horse stand up moving forward? Uh, I thought Castagna was a better win on the day yep. than Fully Lit moving forward, uh, and that Frank the Switzerland form line. So it just makes the uh, slipper puzzle a little bit more complex. But yeah, Fully Lit. If you take those two, I'd be with Castagna in, in uh, moving forward. And Fully Lit's win was great, but the seventeen yep. dollars seems the right price, G.
2: Dino. Yeah,
4: well, the
3: data suggests that Gannon's opinion is right, looking at how the races have rated. I think the earlier Tierrault uh, race, the uh, Lonroe plate, rated better than the English Millennium. It tends not to be the, the greatest form line moving towards a slipper, but I think the win was great. What we do have to understand is the 1,000 to 1,200 metre setup, sort of there at Rammick, is very kind for horses travelling more. And I thought that, albeit three wide, probably got to the best part of the track in the straight. Um, don't take nothing away from the win. I thought it was great. I think the one we want to follow out is Rag Queen. Don't think she'll be sharp enough to win over sort of twelve hundred meters, but looking at a size and a champagne, I think she is a filly that we can definitely follow um, throughout that. Her run was exceptional. If you missed it, go back and have a look. She was tailed off last in of the turn, and she's charged home for thirds. So I thought she was the one potentially to take out of the race.
2: What about? Um, so, what 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 horses do you want to be following out of those two year old horses, two year old races? Dino. Yeah, I
3: think uh, Rad Queen's definitely one for me to be following out of it, and probably High Octane. They're probably the two for me. I know we didn't get seen fully um, yeah. exposed there, High Octane, but they're the two out of those races across the weekend that I'd probably want to follow. I, I think the rest of it's pretty exposed. We're waiting for a couple of others please, to come Please,
2: You missed the biggest run of the two year olds in Sydney on Tuesday. What do you got for us, Clearly, Jake? Celerity? What about her performance? Yeah. She oh, was only beaten. Well, she's slow away. Was that the. Yeah, that slow the away given? out the back, beaten 1.4 lengths. Wait till she gets to
4: 1200 metres. So they're going to have to go around yeah. in, uh, two, in a, what, two weeks' time, Yeah. win that, and then, silver they're, slipper. then they're a chance. Yep. Let's just hope they don't come up against something fast in the silver slipper. Yes. Because if they you're missing the start, that'll be the end of it. Yes. Is that Dan, Rose Hill, 1100?
2: Dino, 1200, isn't it? Or 1100? Anyway, what did you make of her, Dino?
4: Yeah, she was
3: great. I think the start cost her. Um, Probably the way the track played, you just wanted to see her let down. I thought Embassy was really good in that, but yeah, Solerity. I think potentially even with, I think J-Mac might come back and jump aboard her. and I think she's a filly that can progress. We know it's hard doing your first preparation though, Gareth, so that's in the back of my mind as well.
4: I've got real concerns, Rose Hill though, with this horse, if
2: it's going to do that again. Yeah, I know, but it's only at first start. It's played up before as well. Yeah, I know. Gee whiz. J-Mac will get her out of the gates. If he's riding. (laughs) Yeah. Let's take the news. It's 8.32. And Cabalas strides up on the outside. And Cabalas
0: went past Moravia. Then came Macarena and Celestial Legend hitting the line on the fence. But it's Cabalas pushed on. Cabalas clear. And Cabalas, a great winner of the Eskimo Prince, beats the Philly Macarena. And then Cap got up to run He's a miracle worker as I'm
2: walking you back to Giddy Up. This is the Monday Breakdown. And we are live from the Riverside Stables Complex here ahead of day two of the Classic Yearling Sale. Inglis Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Buy the horse you dream about with Inglis Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. He's dreaming and dreaming in a big way at the moment, B Baker. He purchased his horse, I think, off an Inglis online sale, um, Cabellas, for close to $300,000. Formerly trained by Chris Waller. And he's gone bang, bang, Dino. And everybody wanted to take him, a, take him on on the weekend. And he won like a good thing.
3: He did he, he, Bjorn Baker He would love to put Egg on my face uh, After the weekend I think uh, He's he got a did, nice he, horse, he, horse mentioned, horse.
2: he mentioned that To me yesterday And on Saturday He goes Mate that deep Motling Does he know What he's talking about I said eggs up I said eggs up Bjorn You know But you're like You're just proving Everybody wrong B Baker These days he is, he had a trouble he the could He could trade Mickey Gaddon. he could trade Mickey Gaddon to win the New York Marathon and looking at Mickey Gaddon right now, it Made would be one hell of a training performance. I'm mean, a bit of strife.
3: <laughs> Probably be his best, but no, it was a terrific win. Sort of got stuck in that three wide line, which isn't the worst place to be, and the corner really slow to 600 metre mark, so I don't think that's mattered too much. But then, the way that this horse has sprinted home, and he, he's just shown his elite turn of foot, um... Normally, Bjorn Baker horses, I'd suggest when they win first up, more often than not, they sort of hold their form throughout the preparation. But he's gone to a completely new level here. Macarini in for second. What does that mean? We got two of the horses who didn't really contest the the three-year-old features in the spring, running one, two in Eskimo Prince. And the horses that did finish sort of third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So not sure what to make of the race. I'm keen to get Gano's opinion on that. But um, full credit to Bjorn Baker. It's an exceptional training form to Cabula. three for the day. And his stable is absolutely fine, Gano.
4: Yeah, I find it really hard moving forward. What you do with the race and what you do with these horses, you know, there's a massive boom on Celestial Legend. It is Cabulus just that much better than these? G, uh, maybe, maybe. I, I would like to see what happens in a high-pressure race. Yeah, well, this so far we haven't seen that yet. Small fields, uh, they go slow tempos, showing best turn of foot. Let's
2: see what this horse has in a high-pressure
4: race. Could get better, and that would be scary, G.
2: Kim Moore and Mark War just walked past. I tell you what, Kim War's on fire at the moment low with flying, her stable. Kim. Dead set low flying. Um, where's Tommy Kitten? Why'd you make a Tommy Kitten? I thought he was okay. He's a, he's on a Derby path. I thought Griff was disappointing. Celestial Legend was a pass mark. I thought Morevira that was his race to win this prep. I thought he was mm. he might struggle as we go deeper into this prep. So. I don't know. I could follow, follow Macarena. Yeah, definitely Macarena. You could follow Macarena. You could probably you can't rule off Caballus. No. I wouldn't drop off Tom Kitten and I definitely wouldn't drop off Celestial Legend. Is that fair?
3: Dino? Yeah.
2: I think Mitchie? I think that's yeah. fair
3: looking at the optimum distances. I think Celestial Legend's probably fourteen to sixteen nanometers, and so we know Tom Kitten's a sixteen nanometer plus. Um, and Macarena, that was a good performance I think the one we were concerned about is Griff like they've gone really slow to the 600 metres and he yeah. dropped out, awesome. Stewart's report says nothing but I'd suggest there might have been an issue there so mm, he could be a better prospect next start, Gano if the market overbets um that he's failure first start, but um, I was very concerned with the run of Griff and probably Moravia as well, like you said um, Gareth, that was probably the race that he needed to win
2: Yep,
1: leave me out Mitchie, yep. you got a comment there? Oh, I guess the only thing I sort of thought in review of the race was Caballus, you know, has the fitness edge really sort of given him the advantage in this race, you know, um, Bless the old tagster. He mentioned it over the weekend, and he makes some good points that sometimes these horses that have the extra runs when they come up, you know, like a Tom Kitten, like we said, is on a derby path. Um, he was taped on Caballus, wasn't he? Don't give him any credit. Yeah, he said he couldn't win the let's tagster. No, no, no. His review, his, his review of the race afterwards oh, okay. where he said, you know, that's what we're here for. was Tom Kitten coming off? We don't need that. All I was saying was it was a very good point for some punters out there is that Caballus has had a fitness edge over – and some of these horses are coming off one trial and in, into this race. So, yeah, um, yep. yeah, Fair that's point. that's what I was getting at in the review sense.
2: All right, then, Mitchy, I think you got to choose sides like he's in love with the afternoon team as well, and we yeah. love them as well. And they're part of the family, but, you like, he's invited them to his hometown cup. He didn't mm. invite us. No. Nah. You had he's, plenty of invites. Actually, I, think, I, don't, I don't think
4: they could have afforded us. No, nah, and then think he's trying to it. give oh, Tags oh,
2: for, He's giving Tags credit for a horse that he potted. Um, the autumn stakes on the weekend. Geez, I had a couple of good tips for Stowe Patrol late in the morning there on a Saturday. Mm. and Stowe Patrol didn't disappoint those punters there and the autumn stakes at Caulfield. Southport
0: Tycoon is tanking into it. Snow Patrol is running on two, And back behind them, Sacramento. Southport Tycoon lets rip on the outside of Carbonados. But Snow Patrol's a real danger. Southport Tycoon had a race at the 150. And next Snow Patrol who's peppering away. Southport Tycoon and Snow Patrol stride for stride. Snow Patrol has just beaten Southport Tycoon. Third zip away for fourth. Hey, fat
2: cattle, so that was race four on the card. And Snow Patrol for Price and Ken Jr. Zara had a big day. Defeated Southport Tycoon. He lost no admirers. And Zip Away was a good effort. I think he'll improve towards the Australian Guineas. And Hey Fat Cat was back and forth. I think Carbonados, this might have just come up a little bit too quick for him, this
1: preparation, Mitchie Lewis. Yeah, it sort of looked like that with Carbonados, didn't it? So, um, but It was an interesting race shape, Snow Patrol. I thought it was a real good run, particularly coming home. Like He just sat in a good position, run over the top of him. I agree with you, Gareth. I thought Zip Away had improvement to come, and um, I probably wouldn't jump off Southport Tycoon either. I think those top three, um, they've all probably got improvement to come off the race. Mm -hmm. Dino, then you, Mickey Gannon.
3: Yeah, it was interesting. Snow Patrol, we listened to the pre-race report, and sort of – a little bit cold water saying that his galloping tuesday it was a little bit iffy he probably needs the run but he's sprinted really well he's the one who's another three-year-old who probably didn't contest those top 3 races in the um in the spring but now has progressed um with that other extra preparation under the belt so really good run from that like mitchy mentioned i think the top three you don't want to take anything away zip away was a really strange but good run um i'm thinking he was busted up on the turn he looked like he was gone but the more that Parnham got into him the better he found the line so I think he's the one out of three that's probably got the most improvement to come going
4: yeah it's, it's interesting again another slowly run race to the small field yeah and, and once again you can just poke holes in these
2: horses moving forward I, I wouldn't be getting too aggressive okay. with any of them G King Colorado $5 we bet 3 65 the Australian Guineas V8 $5 dollars we 7 I think we don't like, there's no value here, I don't think. Snow Patrol, seven. Chris Shetty got defeated for the first time the other day in New Zealand. He's at $11 A militarised at 11 um zip away at eleven dollars and Griff at thirteen, so that's the story there. When do we see militarized? Um, this week I think, or maybe this or next week, Saturday week. There's only
4: two horses you read out there that are, that are a chance.
2: Yeah, I don't think to, I don't know one uh, I don't know if Mil- Militarized is going to the Australian Gigs. Okay. I'll find out yeah, from yeah. Andrew Field. Might as well just give King yep. Colorado the trophy. Let's hear what Estrella did in that final <laughs> event, the Peter Le at Caulfield on Saturday. Here's Estriella from a long way back, storming down the outside. Brazen
0: style at the 100, joined by Estriella. Estriella coming away for Blake Shin. She's dominant. Estriella won it well. Head bob a second. Lazago or Brazen style. And then came the. She did it easily, Mickey
4: Gadden. One of your best for the day.
2: Unbelievable.
4: Absolutely spanked them. Uh, it was a good watch. It was all over at the 400. Yep. And I think they've gone pretty quick here. Uh, look, the race shape was def- definitely in her favour, but she's a horse I want to continue to mm. follow. She settled so well in what was a to the eye a fast run race
2: uh, sky's the limit with this horse g what are you doing here mitchie lewis out of this race
1: yeah well, she's definitely the one to take out of it it was an impressive run um Gano was right they went pretty quick overall um quick enough early and then she didn't really coming around the turn she sort of wobbled a bit and got pushed out a little bit but still managed to pin the ears back and run over the top And that's why i think um she didn't have everything go her own way and that's why yeah i think there's improvement to come Dino?
3: Yeah, I, the thing I love about her the most is she's tactically versatile. We saw she sat back off her of speed there on the weekend. Like Gano mentioned, she got the right race shape. But go back to last preparation. If they go slow, she's a horse with tactical speed. She can put herself in the first two in the running. So exceptionally really well found by Gano. Uh, the horse that I like, Bonne Blanc, um, put up with an issue. That's two runs in a row that she's put up with an issue. So queries out with her. But I think the only horse out of this race you can follow is Estrella.
2: Let's take a quick break. This is the Monday Breakdown here on Giddy Up. On this Monday morning, we'll come back with our horses to follow. So wherever the blue and gold goes, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. I watched that Group 1 Wait for Age contest in New Zealand on the weekend. Um, Legato got the job done well under my mate Ryan Elliott. It was a terrific ride from Gate 1. She just did enough. I don't like... uh, I don't think she was super impressive to my eye. No, it wasn't super impressive at
4: all, gee. No. No. Didn't scream uh, Group 1 Australia.
2: No, 100%. Um, Horses to follow from the weekend. I've got one for you. And um, Reese Goodwin is one of the brightest young training talents in the country at the moment. Going to buy something big today, He's a terrific judge as well. Um, I agree with him. Where's the Australian Derby? I hope I'm not putting words into his mouth. Where's the Australian Derby market here? Um There we go. Tommy. Tommy Kit and what price? Five fifty. He'll be defeating Reef Rockite. Reef Rockite just said
4: it is a um, morale. Yeah. And yeah.
2: um, we're not allowed to use that word anymore. On I know. No, I can. Yeah. No, you can. Yeah. yeah, you did actually. You've got a bit of a few runs on the board. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like as Fuhrer, I've, I've, I've jinxed a furor, as Fuhrer. Like it's unbelievable, really. Oh, you could stop one. Um, Mitchie Lewis horses to follow.
1: Yep. So at Corfield, out of race five, I want to follow Foxy Cleopatra. So we thought there'd be improvement mm-hmm. to come off her. I thought her run was really impressive, going to the inside on the inferior lanes. Uh, she you know, two previous preps has improved second up. So I think she's got a race in her. Now she's got one under her belt. Um, out of race 10. So I'm going to stick with my ruffie that I tipped Min Tu Lee. Now the reasons for is I think they'll come back to South Australia, maybe to a more appropriate race. I thought she ran okay. She was just ridden like she was the best horse in the race, which i she clearly wasn't. If she had,
2: yeah, snuck back your to fault, the inside because they're listening to you. You are filled them with too much confidence, yeah, bitchy. Yeah, they were listening no, to no, the weekend yeah. preview. What I thought was getting under one, I thought her the best
1: horse in the race. Yep, I thought her <laughs> opportunity was going to be to pinch the race from on the inside. But I thought her run was okay. I think there's a race in two weeks' time, a three-year-old race in Morrefield, which I think she'll be very, very competitive in. And then at Morphettville, I've got one as well. Um, I'm going to follow the map towards the Adelaide Cup. So he's going to have another run before he gets to the Adelaide Cup. He was first up over the 2000. I thought he was going to be vulnerable first up on a trip like that, and he absolutely smashed him. After his big run at Flemington during Cup Week, I think he's a very good chance, a local chance in the Adelaide Cup. Dino? Yep,
3: three for me. Rag Queen, Asafora and Marques are the three I want to follow, Gareth.
1: All right, then. What about you, Mickey Gannon? Estrella's the only
2: horse I'm interested in following from the weekend, G. Can't wait for the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes on Saturday. This race has been thrown upside down a little bit because... Decimated. Yeah, because you haven't got a horse like In Secret... Who is out? Um Imperatries is the one to beat, but do you want to be backing her off her trial? Nope. And Tiako Racing, they had a couple of other short price favourites going down again in New Zealand. So I don't know, the wheels might be falling off just a little bit. Um <laughs> oh, oh, wow. well I'm not like I'm not, they went an awesome. They put, were they were do Don't Jacko. Brett, cylinder. Yeah, he's a good chance. I think cylinder Private eye, four seventy five, I am unstoppable at six dollars. Bella Nepatina seven fifty, cylinder seven fifty. Hmm. Espiona 11's flying. Um, I think pass, Damian
4: Lane might be booked for cylinder.
2: Correct, he is. Yeah, the Lane
4: train. That's a big push. It is.
1: It is. And then thanks Zeno. for that. Yes.
2: Thanks for that, guys. Cheers,
1: guys. Thanks, thanks, boys. Have a good day.